You are listening to the Star Coach Podcast with Meg Rentschler, Episode 18. Welcome to Star Coaches, the show for professional coaches that brings you coaching strategies, tools, and resources. Whatever your focus or niche, take a front seat weekly as industry leaders, decision makers, and innovators share their wisdom and expertise on the ins and outs of successful coaching. Now join your host, Meg Rentschler, as she connects you with your star coaching potential. Hello, Star Coaches. This is your host, Meg Rentschler. Welcome to the show. I missed you last week. I apologize that we missed a week of shows. Truly, my voice was not in a place of being able to even record an intro. I had to cancel some interviews or reschedule some interviews. So thanks for hanging in there with me. I hope you were able to catch up maybe on some episodes that you've missed. And we are ready to roll. We are back in the saddle again. This week, we are going to focus on one of those areas that is so very important and at the same time, perhaps not the thing that you're immediately drawn to. I know from being a coach myself and working with coaches over the years that we love to coach. We love to get out there and bring value to our clients, connect with our clients, help them achieve the goals that they want to achieve in life. However, for those of us who are coaching in our own businesses, who want to bring our coaching forward, not through a company, but through our own personal businesses, we also need to be paying attention to the business side of business. And that's not always something that we're immediately drawn to. I've invited Connie Whitesell onto the program today to talk about business planning for service professionals. Connie is the owner of Scattered to Streamline Business Coaching. And her business is all about helping current or people who want to go into small businesses thrive by paying attention to the business part of their business. Being creative people, being people who want to create good in the world and help others achieve their goals, we can be very creative and have lots of ideas and lots of different balls in the air. And that's what Connie does in her business. She helps streamline and focus that kind of creativity. So I'm going to encourage you to listen to some of the steps that Connie uses with her clients and think about how you want to be in your business and how you want to present as a business owner so that you are then able to be the very best you can be as a coach. We are many faceted human beings and it is very difficult to be the best you can be as a coach if you're struggling with the foundational aspects of your business. So let's listen to our interview with Connie Whitesell as she shares some fundamental pieces of establishing a business plan as a service professional. Connie, I want to welcome you to the show. I'm so excited to have you come share your expertise because very truthfully, what you do 
is one of those things that I think coaches need to strengthen and might not be in their immediate wheelhouse of strengths. So thank you for coming and sharing your expertise with us about business planning. Oh, thank you, Meg. I really appreciate you inviting me. And and I appreciate the opportunity too to talk about business planning in a way that I hope is a little more fun and a little more inspiring than we often think of business planning. Exactly. (laughs) And when I heard about you and reached out to talk with you, I was so excited because I hear from coaches, I love to coach. I want to get out there. I want clients. I want to coach. But oh, this business part of it is kind of intimidating. Or I just did a mentor session last night for the first time with a gentleman. And he said, I am paralyzed with the fear of, you know, what do I do to kind of get the business part of it going? So let's start with just, can you share a little bit about your business and what you do? What brought you into that? Oh, happy to. I've actually been small business owner myself for about 17 years now. I started up an HR consulting business with a partner back in 2000 and really enjoyed both the business part of it and the work itself. And what I found was happening though, is I kept thinking about other businesses I wanted to start and I draft business plans for them. And what I realized was that I actually enjoyed the planning more than I did the starting up the other businesses. (laughs) So, and I had also been working with a coach for several years and this coach had been a really big help to me in achieving both personal and professional goals. So, about 10 years into my consulting practice, I thought, you know, I'd like to do something a little different, but I don't want to give up the business that I have. I really enjoyed my clients. I just just needed a, a little change of pace. It was getting a little rote. So I thought, you know, I'm going to explore coaching because I'm enjoying the business planning. I've helped some of my friends do some of their plans. So I was thinking about specifically around business coaching and went through an intensive year and a half, two-year coaching program, got my certification, so on and so forth, and and initially added the coaching as an additional service through my existing business. And so that worked out really well. I could do both and develop more of the business coaching while I'm doing the HR consulting. But a few years ago, we reached a point where for my husband's job, he's he's a college basketball coach, we had to move. And so for all those years, I had a set office in Chicago. My partner was there, had an assistant there. So once we started on the move. It just really didn't make sense to maintain that office in Chicago and that sort of thing. So we just shifted the entire business entirely. I bought my partner out for just one contract that was left and then developed more of the coaching business because that was so much more of a portable business for me. And and in the last five years, I mean, I've lived in five homes in three different states. So I'm very grateful for having made that shift. So right now I'm in a position where I've got one more contract left with the HR consulting that I'm phasing out this year so that I can focus entirely on this coaching practice. So when you coach around helping business owners create their plan. What do you find to be special about service providers or specifically coaches if you work with coaches to help them create a vision, a plan? 
I think it really comes back to something that you said earlier. Now, I do happen to work with a, a pretty wide variety of people in different businesses. What's, what is the same about my clients is they are all small business owners. So one to two person owners of businesses of 25 employees or less. And sometimes it's just that person. So it coaches, financial advisors, insurance brokers, various things like that. But the one thing that I find the same between these people and coaches, coaches, as you said, service providers, is that they are so passionate about what they do and they're so good at what they do. But exactly what you said, there are elements of the business administration, the business setup that are very daunting for them. And so in some cases, it almost paralyzes them from moving forward. Because if you're going to be a business owner, you have to do some of those elements until you reach a point where you can give it to somebody else to do. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's probably the main thing. So I really enjoy being able to come in and help people hold their hands through that initial process and help them break it down, develop that plan so that they feel that they can handle it much, much easier to just get more focused and, and very streamlined about the process. You know, that concept of focus, I think clarity around so many things becomes sort of the foundation to begin to build on. And you talked about helping people start. What what kinds of processes do you have with your clients? You have, I would think, maybe something different for people who are brand new starting versus people who might have some foundation built. Absolutely. The one thing that is in common typically with my clients, whether they're just starting out or whether they have been in business, is when we first start working together, we spend a good amount of time together. Either I go to them, they come to me for a day or two, or we have extended Skype sessions together. So we can really get to know each other better and so that we can dive deep into all of the ideas that people have. Um, my business name is Scattered to Streamline Business Coaching. That's exactly, it comes from what I do, right? You walk in with someone who is either starting a business or wanting to grow their business and they've got all of these brilliant ideas, but sometimes it's dozens and hundreds of ideas. They're scattered all over the place. And so we work together. We get to know each other. We get to get all of those ideas out so that we can start prioritizing and putting together action plans and that sort of thing. So the process itself is pretty intensive to begin with. From there, the plans that we develop are different. So if a person is just starting up their practice, we typically do a more extensive, full-blown business plan. And, and that could be different too, depending upon their objectives, if they're thinking about bringing in partners or corporate sponsors or going to a bank for funding, something like that. That's a pretty technical business plan. It's pretty comprehensive. So there's that. And then others just want to get all of, it's for them. They want to get all of those ideas together. They want to know, they just want to be very focused, very clear, and have all of the action steps broken down. So those are the two types of full-blown business plans. And then when somebody's been in business for a while, we focus a little more on four key areas within the business. And we do that with the overall business plan as well. There's just a lot more to that, the competitive right. analysis, you know, the more deeper financial analysis, that sort of thing. But the one-year strategic plan that I work on with existing businesses is more targeted toward four different areas of the business and really getting them clear on what they'd like to achieve in the next year and then develop those action steps for how they'll do that. How willing would you be to kind of walk us through what that process would look like? Happy to, happy to. Actually, I should say, say also that one thing that 
I hope and I feel my clients have suggested make my work a bit unique is that in addition to the traditional business planning elements, I also add in some, what would you say, more inspirational elements and and then some good business sense elements as well. But for people who are open to it, the inspirational elements can really help a lot. And okay, so what I mean by those yeah, different I was areas. Say, what's yeah, an example of that. <laughs> yeah. So the practical elements, the four areas that I typically break down the strategic plan into are number one, products and services. So getting really clear on what you're offering, how it's packaged, how it's priced, that sort of thing. Number two, your operations. What do you need to have in place or put in place as a foundation for your business? The third is marketing and sales, of course. And the fourth is their plan for their finances. A lot of people kind of shy away from that, but that's something that's, again, so important for a business. So we'll go through those financial goals as well. So those are the the four practical business elements. And then for people who are open to it, I very strongly suggest as we're going through these areas and developing these goals, that people also come up with affirmations for these goals. Take time to visualize, put themselves in the place of having achieved those goals and really feel it and just enjoy that vision of being where they want to be and incorporating meditative practices to that. Whether it's, um, I personally prefer moving meditations. I do a lot of hiking, get a lot of great business ideas while I'm out on the trails or guided or whatever works for that individual person. So we talk about those kinds of tools that can help people along with applying those those four areas. And then in addition, we go beyond the plan as well because of course, and there are people who can just and I, I used to be one of these people who would just plan and plan and plan and then never do anything. <laughs> you know, you yes. have plans, stick it in a drawer. Yeah, this looks great. But so key thing, taking action, right? So we make sure that we have a detailed action plan with timeframes in there. So it's very clear what needs to be met. Talking about accountability, uh, making sure that there's that part involved with the business. I think that's very important. And then, as I just mentioned, it's the plan needs to be fluid. So there's just regular plan review and revision because you just, you never know what opportunities are going to come up or what challenges might happen. And so the plan itself needs to be flexible. And when you are able to help your clients gain this kind of clarity, put together a roadmap, a plan with, and I love the whole person aspect of it, the, the fact that it, we are far more than, than just a plan on paper. There's yes. the feelings have to be connected and the whole spiritual aspect as well. How do you find that when you're able to help your clients get this clarity, that it changes things for them? What it is, I'm, I'm sorry, my dog has just decided to join me here. <laughs> Hello. I know, you want to join the conversation? What I see right away, really at the end of these intensive sessions, is just this, this look of relief, a sigh of relief, like, okay, I can handle this. It's not as daunting as I thought it was. So it's gaining that confidence. And just from knowing what they need right. to do month to month, quarter to quarter, even week to week, there's something about that that just lets you just relax and say, okay, I got this. That month to month, week to knowing what to do must be so empowering. It is. Knowing that, okay, I have this plan set and it's not waking up in the morning and thinking, oh, what do I do today to get closer? It's the plan is there. 
Absolutely. Having clarity and setting a plan, huge to help begin to take action. Any other common obstacles that you see that people need to get out of their way? Yes. We also spend time, and sometimes this comes under the discussion when we're talking about operations. It's more of a self-management element to it, especially for people who are on their own. And we talk about those habits and techniques that can support them as they are incorporating the plan. Things like developing a block schedule so that you are sure to make time for all of the things that you need to do in your business because we tend to fall back into habits of doing what we most like to do and putting off the others. So things like the block scheduling really can help with that. Uh, A lot of time management type analysis because, and especially too, for people, a lot of my clients are working in a job full time and they're developing their business on the side and some have families. Time is a really big issue. So help our biggest resource, lack of resource at times. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say that that's probably outside of the planning, the probably the biggest area we spend time in the finding that time. And then, and then a lot of other kind of good sense business strategies and habits that can help people. But the time management is probably the biggest and and staying motivated. Excellent. I'm curious, and I didn't ask you this in advance, so you might not be ready. So take this or leave this. But I'm (laughs) curious if you have a, obviously a confidential, but like a a bit of a case study or a bit of an example of somebody that you worked with that went from scattered to streamlined and what it did for them. Absolutely. This is a big time for me because it's the beginning of the year. So I often work with people November, December, January, February, getting ready for the current year. And last year, I was working with two gentlemen who owned an insurance company. And they had about, I think they had 16, 17 employees with them. And they had had a practice of buying other companies. And that was the way they were growing their business. And they weren't really focusing on the customer service. So, all right. So we met together, we developed their plan for the next year around that. And what we shortly thereafter found out was that that wasn't their biggest issue. Their biggest issue was that their employees, they weren't fitting the roles they were in. They were very inefficiently using the employees. So once that became obvious, after a few weeks, we kept diving into this and something's wrong here. And we figured out what that was, changed the strategy entirely. And it went more to a more employee-based focus. And then after they got all of those elements in place, then they could shift over and and develop, go into more of the business development. So, you know, that's an example, I think, of how you can go in, you can do the planning, but it needs to be fluid. Things come up, things change. And that, that as we begin to address things and look at things, we are able to get clearer about where is the missing piece here? Where What is really happening? Because, and just for our clients also, for us as coaches, sometimes our clients think they know where the issue is. And it's not until we start to work with them and really understand that, that the light comes on. And yeah. planning does that for us as well. Another example that comes to mind that's more coaching related, I think would probably be more helpful to your audience is I've been working with a gentleman who just started up a leadership development and executive coaching practice. And his initial ideas were to have, his process was going to be lunch and learns, going into businesses, doing the the hour-long presentation, developing his clients, and that being in one way, working with material from other coaches, big-time coaches he'd learned, adding his own twists to it, presenting, you know, that 
person's mm-hmm. materials from another perspective. But once he got into it, what he realized was that his own experiences, he used to be a college basketball coach himself, those experiences, it just created his own process at that applied so well that he calls it the athletics of business. So what he does, what he did in coaching carries over so well into business. So now he's going in and he's getting these really big speaking engagements and talking about his own process. So it was really neat to watch him go through this transition and see it be so successful right away. That is a really inspiring story. And, you know, I know I sound like a broken record, but that clarity again and being able to get the scatter out of the way and get focused, then we're able, and his confidence increased. Exactly. And he's got to watch. You know, sure, these other people have great ideas, but I've got great ideas too. And it really took off for him. That is a, an awesome story. Thank you for sharing that. Oh, you're welcome. So you you take your process and you, and you work with your clients to gain clarity. If somebody was just starting out and saying, okay, you know, Maybe someday I'll work with a business planning coach, but what can I do just right now? What would be the first thing that I should look at just to get my stuff together? What you recommend would be the first thing that they would look at? Well, I'm looking at this from two different perspectives. One is, and I think we talked about this before. We, we haven't talked about this recently, but I'll, I'll have my ebook available for your audience if that's, if that's that all right. Well, yeah. So, okay. so we will have Connie's ebook available on our resource page and available for free download. Exactly. Yeah, that's my five-step prosperity plan guide. And that outlines the practical aspects of the business plan, those four areas that I talked about. So you can sit down with this ebook. It starts out actually with the the vision, the visualizing how you want your business to be a year from now. So that's a fun process. And then breaking down how you'll get there through those other categories, products and services, operations, marketing and sales and finances. So that book can walk someone through the process. And you can you can get a lot done with that. So I guess that's my first practical that's suggestion. Awesome. <laughs> and thank you for that resource for us. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, my pleasure. And not have if you didn't have that resource, to me it always begins with the mission of your business and the vision, getting very clear on what your values are, what your business, who you're going to serve, how you're going to do it, how you're going to do it in a unique way, and then taking that time to sit back and visualize what you want your business to look like down the road. It's just, it's a fun exercise and it also helps with the clarity of how you're going to do that. It does, and for anybody who's thinking, well, that's just foo-foo, visualizing it, it's, and there's way too much research to support that, to think that it's foo-foo. The reality is when we get vision and when we get, and I don't think that this audience of coaches would think that that's foo-foo anyway, because what do we help our clients do continually? Get clarity, get vision, and that's what helps them get to where they need to be. And that's what's going to help us get to where we need to be. Connie, thank you. Thank you so much for your incredible wisdom, for your willingness to share your resource with us, your ebook, and we will make that available to everyone and just have a fabulous day. Oh, thank you. It's been such a pleasure. I appreciate it, Meg. It was wonderful to have Connie on the show and to have her share her expertise. Thank goodness that there are so many different people in the world with different strengths so that we can all kind of come together and bring the best out of all of us. 
Thank you also to Connie for sharing her five-step prosperity plan with all of us. If you want to access that free resource, visit StarCoachShow.com and go to the resource page where you can download Connie's five-step prosperity plan and begin to get a sense of what you need to establish for a solid business plan for your company. When you're at StarCoachShow.com, Be sure to sign up for the book giveaway so that you're in our ongoing drawing for books that our guests are offering and other books that will be available. You don't want to miss that. Check out resources, past episodes, get free downloads, lots of good stuff at StarCoachShow.com. So be sure to visit our site. If you're getting value from the show, I would so appreciate a rate and review on iTunes. So I hope you enjoyed this show and that you're ready for next week. Have a fabulous week. And until then, this is Meg Rentschler wishing you the very best for your coaching success. <music>